Star Wars 7x7 episode 1955. Troubled Waters is the next part of the story that tells how the Resistance ended up enlisting the Mon Cala forces to join them in the fight against the First Order. And strangely enough, there are no bridges in this story. Punch it! Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode. So Troubled Waters is part two of the four-part Allegiance story from Star Wars Marvel Comics, which I will be spoiling for you today and highlighting the things that even if you are not a comics fan that you will be interested in knowing prior to the events of the rise of Skywalker, prior to the movie actually being released in theaters. And even though I'm making Simon and Garfunkel bridge over Troubled Waters jokes, I suppose there is a bridge being built metaphorically, at least General Organa is attempting to do so, rebuilding the bridge between the Resistance and the Mon Calamari. So there's that. And we get in this story the introduction of one of Admiral Akbar's kids, Aftab Akbar, his son, who asks Leia what brings her to these troubled waters, which is where we get the title of the story from. And in one of the most touching moments of this entire series, Aftab reflects on his father while they're at the morning shrine, he and Leia, and says that, you know, maybe he met his dad once since his actual spawning, but that he knew his dad very well, that he studied every battle and every victory. So, ultimately the story, though, is about Leia coming to Mon Cala not just to honor the memory of Admiral Akbar by going to his shrine, but to honor his memory by asking the Mon Calamari and the Quarren to come to the aid of the Resistance in their fight against the First Order. And the Quarren, who, if you think back to the original Star Wars trilogy, one of the Quarren characters was given an action figure named Squidface. So if that puts the, the image in your head, then there you go. Anyway, uh, a Quarren by the name of General Nasser Ree says, you know, how dare you ask us this when, you know, we have sacrificed so much when we were tortured and imprisoned by your father, Darth Vader, no less. And so, you know, that has a couple of very interesting dynamics to it. Number one, of course, is the, well, doesn't necessarily have to be number one, but the fact that it is now public knowledge that Leia's father was Darth Vader, you know, that's something that, as we've talked about here on the show, was introduced in the novel Star Wars Bloodline by Claudia Gray, so we are six years out from the general announcement that that's the case, and it does add a very interesting dynamic to things, just the fact that her father was the perpetrator of all this great evil in the galaxy, or was seen as such. And yet, the other strange thing about that dynamic is, you know, how dare Nasseri say anything to Leia about sacrifice and torture and imprisonment, you know, considering Alderaan, hello! <laughs> and of course, Leia has been tortured and imprisoned as well, so clearly she knows what she's talking about, and Nasseri raising, you know, this business just, you know, it doesn't fly. And ultimately, the king of Mon Cala, who is a Mon Calamari, and who is apparently in very bad health, seems to be in some sort of medical bed, says, yeah, we'll consider it and adjourn until tomorrow. But in the meantime, Nasseri and his aide, or one of his aides, says, okay, well, let's, you know, let's try and convince the offworlders that they're overstaying their welcome. And so a Quarren mob goes to attack Ray and Rose and Chewbacca at 
the Millennium Falcon, and they have to defend themselves. Ray says at one point, you know, you're lucky I don't have my lightsaber, and that's kind of an interesting flag because, you know, we haven't seen anything about her fixing the lightsaber just yet. Maybe they're saving that for the Rise of Skywalker. But unbeknownst to our heroes, they are being filmed by the Quarren, and one of the Quarren who is watching this says, hey, open a secure channel to a code I sent. And the other Quarren says, uh, but General Nasser said, and gets cut off. And this other Quarren says, uh, do it or I will feed you cavern eels, which is not good. And whoever this Quarren is, it's not revealed until the next issue, is in touch with General Hux of the First Order and saying, hey, I've got some information for you, which is really bad news. And I will explain especially why it's bad news after the break in a moment. Um, you know, it's more than just garden variety bad news. But <laughs> in the meantime, um, Finn and Poe are on their mission to secure additional weapons and ordnance for the First Order. And Rose is actually a little concerned about Finn, hopes that he's okay whatever he's doing, and Ray assures him that he's probably having a lot more fun than they are. This is actually the second time that the mission that Ray or that Poe and Finn are on is referred to as, you know, them having fun off what they're doing. So it's kind of an interesting thing that keeps coming up. But they are on the moon of Avidot and are pursued there by bounty hunters who kill all of their compatriots. So only Poe and Finn and BB-8 are left alive. And they're trapped inside a room with all this ordnance. So they have to figure out how they're going to get out of that particular quandary. And what we do know is that there is a bounty on Finn that's worth more for him delivered alive than dead. And we also know that the bounty hunters are unaware that Poe Dameron is with him, which means that that gives them potential advantage in the situation. And also that, you know, we have no idea what the deal is with any bounty on Poe Dameron's head, but presumably there is one because he is a known quantity hair and all, <laughs> according to Spark of the Resistance that we talked about just a few days ago. So there you go. That's the update on that part of the story, but why the First Order situation is even more perilous than we necessarily understood? Well, all right, it's time for me to take that break and then I'll explain it when we come back. Stay tuned. Hey Rebel Razor, I've made some changes to the Asteroid Belt level at patreon.com slash SW7X7 and they are all with sponsors in mind. So if you want to get the word out about your business, your product, your service to a dedicated Star Wars audience, then please check out patreon.com slash SW7X7 and look for the Asteroid Belt level for details. Again, that's patreon.com slash SW7X7. Welcome back. So there is a brief scene with the First Order where at the shipyards at Fondor, there are a bunch of Star Destroyers around and somebody who apparently represents the shipyards is saying, hey, you know, give us a break. Like the Resistance came through, but we refuse to have anything to do with them. And whoever is talking, you don't necessarily find out who it is. I'll tell you who it is. It's Kylo Ren says, oh, so you admit to having contact with the Resistance. How treasonous of you. And we're going to take over the Fondor shipyards as a result. And the guy's like, even during the Empire, they allowed us to operate independently. And Kylo Ren's take on this is that the Empire was too lenient and the First Order has learned from their mistakes and he kills the guy. So this is now the second situation in the Allegiant series where the First Order has basically said, yeah, too lenient and gone crazy. So the first one was with the um, folks, the Tanuni uh, from you know the first issue of the series where 
even though they gave the resistance aid, they were a neutral party and they, you know, talk in some of the uh, narrative about how they had always been neutral, not just in the times of the Empire, but even in conflicts before that. And that the Empire basically let them live and let live. They never invaded them. They never did anything. And the First Order, under the you know command of General Hux in that case, says, oh, who said anything about invasion anyway? And they just utterly destroyed the place. So, you know, obviously that's one situation where lenience, no, not allowed. And now we have this Fondor situation where lenience, no. Absolutely not. We're just going to take over the whole thing wholesale and, you know, forget what the Empire did. They obviously didn't do it right because they're not around anymore. So the fact that the Quarren are reaching out to the First Order and saying, hey, we got a line on the Resistance, this is still not going to go well for Mon Cala because they've had some contact with the Resistance and now we have two instances in the Allegiant series showing that any contact with the Resistance whatsoever is going to be absolutely tragic for whoever does it. And so... Whoever this Quarren is, yeah, it's not going to go well. It's not going to go well. And so maybe this is ultimately going to be the thing that turns the tide and gets the Mon Calamari and maybe the other Quarren to side with the Resistance of the First Order. We'll see. We'll talk about it more in the next couple of episodes of the show here. But that is going to do it for this one. And it just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for this episode. And may the Force be with you wherever in the Parsec you may be. Podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox. It is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other related Star Wars items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademarks and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2019 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.